At General Mills, our table is your table. And we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at generalmills.com forward slash racial equity. Get fast, reliable internet for any budget. Now qualifying customers can get Xfinity internet free through the Affordable Connectivity Program. That's right, free high-speed internet from Xfinity. And Internet Essentials customers can get equipment included at no extra cost. Get started today. We change our minds every day. About a million things a day. This is no different. You can't be afraid to be wrong. You can't be afraid to say, you know what? I'm just going to rethink this thing. People are not dying getting the vaccine. Um, I I better rethink this thing. I'm going to go call my doctor and, and have a discussion one more time. It is okay to change your mind. Want your boss to put some real action behind the rhetoric when they talk about making your workplace more inclusive? Find out how to hold their feet to the fire and demand diversity on the Diversity Dude podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Diversity Dude podcast. I'm your host, Lambert Fisher, marriage and family therapist, award-winning author, and national speaker on the topic of multicultural awareness and diversity. And for those of you who are interested, if you are even interested in more positive and encouraging tips and strategies beyond that, which I share on this podcast, feel free to check out my new award-winning book, Diversity in Clinical Practice, recognized uh, as the Independent Book Publisher Association Benjamin Franklin Gold Winner for 2022 for the unique way in which it addresses the often difficult topic of multicultural awareness and diversity. And I hope that no matter what your role or your position, if you're a helping professional in any way, uh, that you consider ordering diversity in clinical practice to help you learn practical and encouraging strategies for meeting a greater variety of cultural needs as possible for those whom you serve. Similarly, whether it be through one of my one-on-one relationship building efforts as a therapist or my informing and empowering efforts as an author speaker, my personal mission is to do my part to improve the world one strengthened relationship at a time. So with that, today, I want to talk to you about unearned grace in the face of cultural offenses. If you haven't heard already uh, or seen the video, there was an incident this past week where an African-American father and son were shopping at a department store in Dallas, Texas, uh, when an older white sales clerk unexpectedly called them the N-word and his son overheard it. In response, this gentleman took the time, the father, took the time to address the incident directly with the store clerk and a family member who was with him captured the response on video and shared it online. With that in mind, I would like to use today's podcast time to share three thoughts about this encounter and some ways in which it can encourage you in your future interactions and encounters, especially in the event of cultural offenses directed your way. First thought that I had when I watched this video uh, of this encounter was that this gentleman showed significant restraint in his response to the clerk, offering a gift of unearned grace in his response. In situations like this, many people would very much understand if he reacted to his hurt feelings by uh, being called the N-word by being verbally and physically aggressive so that the offending clerk could feel hurt of his own. After all, it is common for hurt people to hurt people in response. 
Many would also say that it would not be a, a, a misunderstanding or uh, it would be understandable reaction uh, if the father reacted to his hurt feelings uh, in a way that was aggressive, because it would also be necessary as a response to teach the store clerk a lesson to ensure that uh, there was a sufficient motivation to never say the N-word again. That's a very common belief. However, this gentleman chose another route. He chose to confront the store clerk with unearned respect and a calm demeanor, all while being very clear and direct in expressing that the man's behavior was unacceptable. You see, his grace was not synonymous with silence. His respect was not the same thing as saying it was okay. No, he directly confronted the sales clerk, informing him that his behavior was unacceptable, and he explained to him why it had the impact that it did. You see, to him, to this father, it was not about politically correct terms at that moment. It was about the message that it sent to his son who overheard it and whom he now had to help heal from this devastating attack on his and his family's character. While I hope that you don't encounter situations like this on a regular basis, I do encourage you to consider this man's unearned grace as an example. Unfortunately, most often how we respond impacts how we're heard. And in situations like this, the grace given was only in part a gift to the other person of a chance to learn and change their future behavior. It was also in part a gift to himself, reducing the likelihood that his aggressive response would make people focus less on the sales clerk's offensive statement and more on whether his reaction was too much. See, his restraint kept the focus on the original offensive statement and ultimately helped the father be heard and move on from it and for consequences to be directed at the sales clerk appropriately. The second thing that stood out in this video was that the sales clerk attempted to justify his actions. At one point, he explained to the father that he only said it because, well, see, he had just hurt his leg and, and the, the statement just came out, adding that he didn't intend for it to even be heard or experienced as a direct attack. In response, the father directly explained that the point was only partially whether it was successfully heard or not but rather that it should never have been thought or said in the first place and that it was heard and that it had a bigger impact on him and his son and anyone else who heard it than the sales clerk had originally intended. This stuck out because it is very common for that to be the response to cultural offenses. Basically, it's the, well, I didn't mean to defense. Now, let me be clear. I don't believe that everyone who says hurtful things intends for them to be hurtful. However, I also believe that it does not need to be intended in order for it to be hurtful and thus should be avoided. It's like suggesting to someone that who you accidentally shot with a gun that they shouldn't be hurt because you didn't intend to hit or hurt them. There's a difference between impact and intent. Not only that, but the compulsion to justify his actions conveyed the message, whether truthfully or not, that the motivation justified the hurtful outcome. As if his temporary pain from his hurt leg was equal to or more significant than the character and identity damaging impact of cultural offenses, such as using the N-word to describe someone or a group of people. If you're listening to this and you find yourself on the receiving end of being informed that you culturally offended someone, please avoid the trap of emphasizing first your lack of intent. 
Instead, highlight that regardless of your intent, you acknowledge the impact that you had and that you are committed to avoiding future repeated words and actions instead. As the father expressed so eloquently in this encounter, it doesn't matter why he said what he said. Some things should never be said. And it matters more that you understand that and plan to intentionally avoid repeated actions of the same in the future. The third thing that stood out to me in this encounter was that this father was clear that his main focus and priority was neither himself nor the clerk, but his son. Sure, he was hurt and sure the store clerk needed to be confronted, but his motivation wasn't to just personally let off some steam, nor was it to make a scene so that the man gets fired. Instead, his focus was to model for his son the importance of believing in himself as being worth standing up for, modeling how to confront unacceptable behavior, and treating others with respect even when they haven't earned it, informing ignorance in hopes of reducing the likelihood of repeated experiences of the same hurts in the future. My hope for you is that you will be encouraged by this man's, this father's response on behalf of his son. I hope that you're able to be inspired and you can find your own version that sounds right coming from you of confronting unacceptable behavior with assertive and direct grace. I hope that you're able to learn how to speak in a way that keeps a focus on rather than distract from your message. I don't believe that it's the responsibility of the hurt person or the offended person to inform, correct and guide the offender. Everyone needs to take responsibility for their own actions, including the consequences. And I believe uh, in this case, the store clerk was fired after an investigation of this incident. But in addition to responsibility and consequences, whenever possible, I encourage you to do whatever you can to inform ignorance, both as a gift to yourself to help to reduce the likelihood of repeated future cultural offenses and to make clear when consequences may be necessary and required to generate sufficient motivation for healthy change, for your benefit, and for everyone else that follows and encounters similarly. With that, I'll say thanks again for listening to the Here to the Diversity Do podcast. If you have any pressing diversity-related questions, or you'd like me to address any particular topic on an upcoming podcast, or if your organization is in need of shame-free and empowering guest speaking or training on this often sensitive topic, feel free to reach out to me directly at lambersfisher.com. Also, again, please check out my award-winning book, Diversity in Clinical Practice, available on Amazon.com. And if you, I would look forward to addressing any topics that you may find beneficial on future podcasts to help you improve as many personal and professional relationships as possible at work, at home, and in your community. And as always, remember this. You don't need to know everything about everyone in order to have a positive impact on someone. Thank you all for tuning in, and have a great day. Tune in each week and find out how to demand and implement diversity at your job. To hear more, check out previous Diversity Dude shows on ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. At Hy-Vee, we take pride in being part of the communities we serve. In 2021, we donated more than 14 million meals, and this year, we're committed to doing even more. For over 90 years, we've been the place that people turn in time of need, and we take that very seriously. That's why we're loading our semis full of food this week and making deliveries across the Midwest to help families this Easter. To join our effort, simply donate when you're at the checkout. Together, we can make a big difference for those in need. 
For millions of Americans, the pandemic impacted our financial situations, and a lot of people lost their jobs. But that should not mean you have to lose your house if you can't pay for your mortgage. Listen, no need to feel ashamed if you missed a payment or two or three, because there's a local organization that's willing to help you get caught up on those payments so you can keep your home. Let me tell you about the Minnesota Home Ownership Center. It's a nonprofit whose sole purpose is to prevent you from going into foreclosure. The Minnesota Home Ownership Center has a network of organizations around the state to review everything with you, explain your options, and then advocate for you to get the help you need. And get this, they won't charge you because it's all free. Check out hocmn.org or give them a call at 651-410-1086 to set up an appointment. You worked hard to get into that house. Let Minnesota Home Ownership Center help you stay in it. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at uhc.com. Plan benefits may vary. You started your business with big dreams and big ideas. But achieving your goals is a matter of doing the little things right. At Bremer Bank, we're ready to help you navigate all the details, questions, and challenges you encounter on your way to growth and success. Because right now, relationships matter more than ever. And understanding is everything. Find out more at bremer.com. It's never too late to set the stage for well-being. Here's your well-being tip of the day from YMCA of the North. Put mindfulness in your tool belt. Mindfulness is a method of paying attention and bringing awareness to whatever is happening at the moment. Be open to the idea of being present and honest with yourself. Observe what's happening rather than trying to control what's happening. We reduce our stress, anxiety, and negative emotions when observing rather than get overly flustered in our reactions. For more well-being tips, meditation, and yoga classes, visit us at ymcanorth.org forward slash well-being. 